Now I don't want to oversell it, but this will change your life. My people, welcome, Stulenium Radio, Jonathan Stewart. Today I'm going to extend last episode's discussion of the time value of money. Specifically, I'm going to talk about interest rates and annuities. If you have a financial calculator, break it out, start it up. I'll be using my Texas Instruments BA2 Plus for today's examples. So here we go. Time value of money. The sequel. In the previous episode, I took you through some basic calculations of present values and future values. Today, I want to warm up with a similar problem. What if we know the present value and the future value and even the number of periods and we want to solve for an interest rate? Let me give you an example to work with. What if we believe that Caterpillar's earnings per share are going to grow from $5.25 to $6.50 over a two-year period. How quickly are their earnings growing? Now, an interest rate and a growth rate are the same thing. If you deposit money in an account paying you 10% annually, the value of the account will grow by 10% each year. In this Caterpillar problem, we know the present value is $5.25, so I'm going to press second and clear TVM That'll clear out my time value of money keys. Then I'll type 5.25, change the sign to negative, and press PV. Now, if I believe that their earnings will be $6.50 at some point in the future, I press 6.50 and then press FV, or future value. The time period is given as two years, so I press 2 and N. Now I'm ready to solve for the interest rate. On my BA2 Plus, I do that by pressing Compute and the Interest key, I slash Y. I come up with 11.27%. So if Caterpillar's earnings grew from $5.25 to $6.50 in two years, that would be an 11.27% increase or growth rate. Respectable. Now let's take it up a notch. Instead of working with single dollar amounts, let's consider annuities. An annuity is a cash payment of the same amount for several periods in a row, and it has to be in a row. For example, what if you loan $3,000 to someone for three years at 10% annually, and they agree to pay you back in three equal end-of-the-year payments? How much would they pay you at the end of each year? Taking hold of my trusty BA2+, I clear my time value of money keys by pushing 2nd and clear TVM. 
Now I know that the present value is negative 3,000 because that is what you would give them today. So I press 3,000, change the sign to negative, and press PV. The term of the loan is three years, so press 3 and N. And lastly, you want them to repay the principal and interest completely, so the future value should be zero. So I press zero and FV. All right, now we're ready to calculate the annual payment. To do this, I press Compute and the PMT key, or the payment key. The calculator returns a result of $1,206.34. So you lend $3,000 today and receive $1,206.34 at the end of the next three years. This repays the loan amount and provides you with 10% interest. Very nice. Okay, here's another annuity problem. At the end of the next 10 years, I plan to deposit $1,000 in an account which pays 6% annually. How much money will I have saved at the end of the 10 years? First, clear your time value of money keys by pressing 2nd and clear TVM. Next, enter the values that you know. We're talking about 10 years, so press 10 and N. The interest rate is 6%, so press 6 and the interest key. There really isn't any present value since I'm not making the first deposit until the end of the year, so I'll leave PV alone. I'm making a payment of $1,000 per year, so I type 1,000, change the sign to negative, and press payment. Now I'm ready to solve the problem. I press compute and FV and I come up with $13,180.79. So that is the amount that would accumulate in the account over the 10-year period. Now you may have noticed in those first two annuity problems, I stated that the payments were made at the end of the period, in this case at the end of the year. When the payment occurs at the end of the period, we call that an ordinary annuity. Nothing to see here ma'am, just an ordinary annuity. Move along, move along. However, there are times when payments occur at the beginning of the period. We call that an annuity due. D-U-E, due. So what is the difference between an ordinary annuity and an annuity due? Simply stated, the difference is one period of interest on each dollar. Let's go back to that last example. What if I decide that I'm going to make 10 annual deposits of $1,000 in an account which pays 6% annually? However, I decide that I'll make the first deposit today. That slides each of the deposits up by one year. And therefore, each dollar deposited will earn one additional year of interest at 6%. Now, most financial calculators default to end-of-the-period payments. But they're capable of handling either situation. On the BA2+, Plus, I can change to beginning of the period payments by pushing 2nd and BGN, which is the second function of the payment key. 
Then I push second and set. This will toggle my screen from end mode to BGN or beginning mode. Now anything that I enter into the payment key is assumed to occur at the beginning of the period. So let's see how much more interest we earn in this problem. I push the clear button at the top left hand corner to go back to calculator mode, then second and clear TVM to clear my time value of money keys. Finally, I'm ready to enter the numbers that I know. 10 years, so I type 10 and press N. 6% is my interest rate, so I press 6 and the interest key. I'm depositing $1,000 at the beginning of each year, so I press 1000, change the sign to negative, and press payment. Now I can calculate my future value by pressing compute and FV. I come up with $13,971.64. That's $790 higher than the ordinary annuity with the same values. Excellent! Now what would happen if I forgot to change the sign on my deposit and entered positive $1,000 in the payment key? Try it. Type 1000 and press payment. Then compute the future value. In this situation, it's really not a big deal. I get negative $13,971.64. Remember that the financial calculator thinks financially. So a payment of positive $1,000 in the calculator means that someone gave you $1,000 at the beginning of each of the next 10 years. The negative $13,971.64 represents what you would owe them if you were to pay back the loan at the end of the 10th year in one lump sum. So keep an eye on your signs. If you are receiving the cash flow, enter it as a positive value. If the money is coming out of your pocket, then make it negative. Now the good people at Texas Instruments realize that the answers you compute for an ordinary annuity and an annuity due are generally pretty different. In order to remind you that you changed your calculator setting to beginning mode, they put a little reminder at the top right hand side of the screen that says BGN. I'm going to change my calculator back to end mode right now so I don't forget. I press 2nd and BGN, then 2nd and SET. Now I'm back in end mode and pressing the main clear button at the bottom left hand corner will put me back in calculator mode. One last example and we'll call it. I've noticed that a lot of the payments I make and receive occur on a monthly basis. Let's say that you want to buy a big flat panel high definition 50 inch television from Best Buy. Now you could borrow the money, but there are two kinds of people in this world. Those that pay interest and those that earn interest. I want you to earn interest, to be a saver. So, in this problem, we're going to do something pretty radical. We're going to save money for a year to buy this TV that we want. I know it's countercultural, but that's how I want you to live. Here's the problem. You want to buy a TV for $1,800 in 12 months. You intend to save the money by making equal deposits at the end of the next 12 months 
into an account that pays 6% per year compounded monthly. Whoa, what was that? 6% compounded monthly? What does that mean? Well, it means that instead of paying all the interest at the end of the year, like all our other problems have, this account takes that 6% and spreads it evenly over the year, paying interest at the end of each month. If I spread 6% evenly over 12 months, I get 6 divided by 12, and that's one half of 1%. So this account is going to pay me one half of 1% each month. So how much do we need to save each month? Clear your time value of money keys by pressing second and clear TVM. Now we are saving for one year, but the payments and interest are paid on a monthly basis. So N is our number of investment periods, not the number of years. Here, there are 12 months in a year, so N equals 12. Type 12 and press N. The interest rate is 6% per year compounded monthly, but we said that that is the same as one half of a percent per month. So press 0.5 and I. That's our interest rate. PV equals zero, so skip that. Future value is $1,800. That's what I want to end up with, so I type 1800 and press FV. Finally, we can compute the payment. What did you get? I come up with negative $145.92 per month. If I deposit that amount in this account at the end of the next 12 months, I will have exactly what I need to purchase a TV. If I can save more than that each month, I can buy the TV sooner. For example, let's save 200 per month and solve for the number of months in. Press 200, negative, and payment. Now compute in. Ah, 8.83 months. Very nice. If the payment is too high for you, then save for a longer period or buy less TV. Now where am I going to hang this thing? Hey, that's what I have for you right now. Practice with some ordinary annuities and annuities due to make these ideas stick. It's really not too difficult if you reinforce it a few times. Practice. I'm bringing it back. I appreciate you tuning in today. Next time I'm going to talk about uneven cash flows. Woo! It should be strong. If you have any questions, requests, or suggestions for future episodes, you can email them to me at stulinium at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. Also check out my website, stulinium.com. Until next time, Jonathan Stewart, Stulinium Radio.